welcome back to the Beyond the Page podcast. Today, it's Natalie, your assistant editor here for PRISM, and a special guest, Kim Sarai, here to talk to you guys about her art. So I want to make sure Kim can introduce herself, um, and I know she'll do a lot better about that than me. Um, But for a little bit of background, Kim runs uh, an Instagram account, which we'll link in the description, but it's her name, at Kim Sarai. It's spelled um, K-I-M-S-A-I-R-A. And she also co-runs an account called Girls Making Magic with two other people. Um, but yeah, let's welcome Kim. Hi, guys. Hello. We're so glad to have you here. So <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. This is so fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there any like little bit of background you want to give about yourself first before we just kind of jump into some fun questions about art? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so hi, my name is Kim. I'm 23, just graduated college. Um, I'm a freelance graphic designer. Um, I do a lot of um, graphic design art for Instagram, just highlighting POC awareness and empowerment, feminism, equality. And yeah, that's my little spiel about my art. We love to hear it. It's so great. There's just, <laughs> we need that so much in general, but yeah. like also on social media for sure. And it's it's been really great to see that awareness come out even more because it's so needed. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. With So you do graphic design type of art right now. Did you do any of that in college? I actually did not do any sort of art in college. I was an information technology major, so I actually didn't even, like, do art at all in college. I kind of picked it up again this year during quarantine. So, yeah, this entire account started in May, like, in, like, the beginning of quarantine. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I started following your account around July, so soon after oh, yeah. I saw it populating all over, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I guess I didn't say this earlier, but um, that's how I got Kim to be here today, is I just follow her on Instagram and was like, she's really cool, maybe she'll <laughs> do this. And she said yes, so that's a pretty neat thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're very nice, too. On The Instagram community is definitely, you, obviously, there's negatives to it, as I'm sure you've experienced, but there can be a lot of positives, which is nice. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I guess I'm, I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners are curious as well. So, you know, you said like you picked art back up like during quarantine. So how long have you been doing art, I guess? Um, so it's been an on and off journey, um, until pretty much this year. So, um, so I started drawing when I was really young and, you know, like, so I had like my drawing be the eighth grade yearbook cover. And then I went to a performing arts high school in New York. So like that pretty much like blasted me into like the art scene because for this high school, you had to audition with an art portfolio just to get into the school and like most of your classes at the high school for all four years were just different types of art classes but then early on in high school like my freshman year I was told by my parents that I pretty much was not allowed to pursue art in college um, because my family was a typical Asian immigrant family so like 
pursuing art as a career was just like not a thing um so like I was only allowed to pursue engineering or like computer science for college so then I knew already that doing well in math or science was just a lot more valuable than spending my free time doing art so then you know like at 15 years old I pretty much was like what's even the point of even trying with my art so for the duration of like my entire high school career pretty much I didn't really do much art I kind of I have a bunch of butchered paintings and drawings I skipped a lot of my art classes I don't really have a piece of work that I was actually like proud of um even though it was like one of the most prestigious art high schools in the country I just felt like um what was the point so then after I graduated high school I didn't do art at all after that like for college I didn't even pick up a pencil and you know, like I said, like I, for college, surprise, surprise, I did information technology um, as my major. So then when I graduated college last year, and then like quarantine happened this year, I was kind of just like, okay, I have so many like pent up emotion. And I just decided to pick up, um, you know, a pencil, procreate like the iPad and just start getting back into art again so yeah it's just been like a weird on and off relationship with how long I've actually been doing art (laughs) yeah you know I feel like that's obviously everyone's experience is different and unique to their own but I definitely feel like that's something that a lot of us can relate to we all kind of have these different art things that kind of come and go throughout our lives and Mm -hmm. and a lot of those being people not placing this importance on the arts when (laughs) the arts help save us and help us deal with our emotions like you said with like these pent-up emotions so many people have turned to art to help figure stuff out and I agree right and like we did a Mm -hmm. podcast about kind of about that topic of different art that's come up during quarantine and how we do stress with art and that sort of stuff and yeah 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 no I agree I guess like and you touched on this a little bit but um what inspired you to then make a social media account like dedicated to your art? I feel like for me, that's so scary. And I'm, I'm a graphic design major and I still haven't made an account for my stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally feel that pretty much my account was a personal account, like just my friends, like, and then when the Black Lives Matter movement really started kicking off. And when the pandemic was getting like really bad around, you know, May, um, I I live alone with my boyfriend and like, I don't really have many friends in LA. So um, not, you know, like we're not really doing anything anyway. So I was just like kind of pacing around the apartment and I'm just like, I don't know what to do with all this emotion. So I just needed a way to express all of it. And, you know, our, like, even though it was on and off, it's always been that outlet for me. So I pretty much just saved up and bought an iPad and it just went from there. Nice. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, that's neat that you took that leap. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a favorite kind of creative medium or outlet? Have you found that that's changed over the years? Yeah, um, my favorite type of creative medium has to be any sort of mixed media or even digital art. Um, I was never good at painting or realistic sketching. 
I feel like I'm missing out. And even like lettering (laughs) on Instagram, like all the lettering artists, I cannot letter because my hand just gets so shaky. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like um, I've always been interested in like abstract mixed media. So like even putting together pieces of recyclables or just like trash and turning that into art, Mm -hmm. I just like get so like interested, interested with that, which is also like a great way to be sustainable. So, you know. And even just digital art, which a lot of people I feel like are getting into now because Procreate and iPads were just so easily accessible. Um, I love that. That's really interesting to me. Yeah, absolutely. Something that, like you saying mixed media kind of made me think of something that I want to try and look into is like the combination of digital media with collage work. I don't know if you've seen that yes. at all, yes. but I love that style. It's, it's so fun. It's awesome. It kind of reminds me of like, um, kind of like, pop arty like yeah I don't know it reminds me of like that Andy Warhol type vibe and mm-hmm. you know it's really fun absolutely this is kind of a big question but <laughs> and I feel like this is also one that changes throughout an artist's life is what does art mean to you and whether that's you know throughout your life or maybe just right now or in these past few months yeah um so I think the best part about art is, you know, like, besides the whole usual copyright and plagiarism stuff, I think the best part about it is that there are literally no rules to it. So you can just pour your emotions out on paper. And even if that looks like a black square to you, then, you know, that's what it is. That's art to you. Um, You don't need to be an artist to be able to do art. Anyone can do art. And I think, you know, anyone could just grab a piece of paper or draw or paint on it. It's, you know, art is just a form of self-expression. And I think that's one of the best aspects about it. I was thinking about Mark Rothko. He's a really famous painter. And a lot of his most famous work just looks like literally just two rectangles on canvas. And people would look at it and be like, why is this in the Met Museum? But... I totally get, you know, it's just that's the form of self-expression. So, yeah, that's pretty much the best part about art to me, and that's why it means a lot to me. Yes, just 100% all of that is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely what I believe, too, especially, like, that message of, you know, anybody can do art, and we should all find that, you know, different creative outlet, whatever that means to, yes. to someone, because there's so many different mediums out there to explore, and like I'm I'm a double major with creative writing and graphic design because those are two art mediums that mean a lot to me but I also go out and do theater you know and it's I feel like there's there's just so much to explore and there's so many different ways to express oneself which is also so important in times like now I agree I agree so agree (laughs) right and speaking I guess of expressing yourself and creating you know finding that message that you will want to put out there into the world I know a message that you like to bring up on Instagram a lot is destigmatizing this conversation around mental health that this should be a more open conversation Mm -hmm. that we have and just a more awareness of it um, and Mm -hmm. the different levels that take so I guess you want to talk a little bit more about your mission to destigmatize this conversation Mm -hmm. around mental health yeah I you know I can only talk best about Filipino culture which is my culture But I'm also aware that um, mental health stigmatization, stigmatization, I don't know, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) 
I I know that that's a problem in many other Asian cultures, you know, um, mental health generally in Asian culture, it's not seen as quote unquote, a real issue. So a lot of times if you're sad or depressed, you can, it, it can seem as ungrateful because, you know, if you have a roof over your head and food on the table, why would you be sad? And besides that, I think that you know, mental health resources aren't funded enough here, like in this country. So I think that's a huge problem. And I was going to therapy a couple of months ago, and it cost me hundreds of dollars, because my insurance doesn't cover it. So and like, I think on social media, in general, I don't think mental health is just generally talked about enough. I, you know, I talk to my friends, and I feel like we all just feel worse about ourselves on Instagram than we do like when we're not using it. Mm -hmm. And I always just thought, why is that you know that we're all on Instagram it's kind of inevitable at this point um so I just wanted to create a huge focus on mental health with my artwork so like in all of my artwork pertaining mental health it's usually about things I worry and think about on the daily I try to be really open open and honest about you know my depression anxiety and everything else that fall that bothers me and I think art is just a great way to captivate someone's attention and get their message across. And my work in particular is just all bright and colorful and like yeah. super pastel like. So when you're when anyone is just like um, scrolling through their feed and they see my art, they just tend to be more captivated by it just because of the colors. So naturally, their eyes just like read what's on there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's been working so far because <laughs> I think. Um, people just have been messaging me after viewing the art saying that they weren't the only ones feeling that way and they didn't know that like other people felt that way so I think that the art um, the message that I want to portray with my art is definitely getting across and it's opening up honest conversations um, and it's making people feel less alone so yeah yeah it's so neat to see and I just I'm just beaming because it's just such a great thing like um, you know, for you to, um, be able to help that conversation within, like, your own culture, but also, you know, with this larger community at large, you know, through social media, and it's neat to see that you have touched so many people, because that definitely is such an important part of that, is just making sure people don't feel so alone, and I totally agree, like, with not agree but like uh I totally love the fact that you just have like this really bright and like pastel colors to your messages because you're right it does like stand out it is really pleasing to look at that was one of the reasons why I think I followed you initially is like someone posted on their story and I was like that art's really cool and I love that it has a solid (laughs) message so thank you oh my gosh (laughs) yes of course I um I'm forgetting what the saying is on the piece because I I bought one from your Etsy account um which I don't remember if you're still having up or I think you're working on your own site if I'm remembering right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but it's like the thank your body for all that it's oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I just love that message which is I think just also an important reminder so like I have that above my desk just as a little (laughs) you're so sweet thank you so much for purchasing oh my god that's so nice of you (laughs) yeah and like I don't know if you have anything to say about this but um I know we're uh, the team here at prison, we're going to be talking about it more, especially with this holiday season coming up as far as just supporting small businesses and being able to, 
to purchase the art if you can or share it with other people if you can to just get the word out there because you and a bunch of other small artists have such amazing strong messages to put out there into the world and we definitely want to make sure to support you in a way that allows you to keep doing that so you guys are so nice oh my gosh it's so surreal like it's so surreal because um, I'm on Instagram and I feel like I don't actually speak to people verbally. I'm just, you know, typing and messaging people, <laughs> right. you know, like how like we, you and I DM and it's just so surreal. Like when I hear that, like audibly, and it's just it's so, it's so nice. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. Yeah, of course. One other question that isn't related to art, but I feel like you'd be able to like speak well about this is just do you have any advice for those graduating college soon and like kind of like that post-grad life (laughs) oh yes um (laughs) i graduated last year and i'll just spill a little bit of what i did so i went to penn state and i graduated and i was you know the last three months before graduation I was like, I need a job, you know, I cannot graduate without a job because then I'm a failure. And so I took the only job that hired me and it, it, it's here in LA and I moved here and I didn't know any, I don't even have a car. Like I didn't prepare for the move really. I was just like, I need to come here, work, make money, you know, like build my LinkedIn. And I think what had happened is um, it really stressed me out and I feel like I didn't really give myself time to just forgive myself and say okay Kim like it's okay if no you know I should have just like slowed down and just like not have been so stressed because you honestly never know you know I'm gonna be unemployed next month and I think I mean we're in a recession so um I think just take it easy you know now that I've graduated, I feel like the one regret I have was trying to grow up too soon and trying, you know, my last year of college, I was like, I'm out of here, you know, bye, I'm not really going to take the work seriously. And I feel like that's how a lot of seniors act, but it's just, you know, marinate in it and just understand that you won't be able to go past, like you won't ever get those four years back. So, you know, take it slow, don't stress too much. And I know that's like easier said than done, but Um, if you're able to just, you know, work, like, if you can't get a job in your major, that's totally fine. Most people don't. So um, find what makes you happy and even not happy, you know, work in uncomfortable jobs or like take a job you've never taken before. And that's the best way I think you'll grow. Yeah. I said a lot. No, (laughs) oh my gosh, that's like really helpful. I mean, I'm a junior. And, you know, so I'm, I'm already starting to think about those things. So I think yeah. that's really great advice. And I'm sure others would appreciate that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think that art has, like, helped recenter you in, like, some of that? I think it has. It definitely has helped my mental health. Um, I think, you know, because, um, again, I was working in IT. And I just thought, like, all this time I was going to work in IT, even though I knew it wasn't making me happy. I knew that it was paying the bills. So I just thought, you know, um, it's just, you know, corporate, you know, like the typical corporate America route work in Mm -hmm. IT. And I just feel like um, with art, it just completely introduced something different. So now I'm like, okay, it's totally possible for me 
to have art as a hobby or have a small business, yeah, I think it's definitely just opened more doors for me, more options. And even though I'm going to be unemployed next month, um, it's definitely still keeping me going, knowing that I don't have to, you know, work in a major, work in my major, work in the major that I graduated in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Just claps to that, honestly. Like, <laughs> it, it, it is really nice to know that that art is something that can always be with you and to help recenter you like that and to, yeah, I don't know, sometimes be that comforting, <laughs> comforting hand that's there. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there, I want to make sure like you have the opportunity to say all that you want to talk about, you know, um, so is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you would like to talk about? Yeah, um, I feel like my only piece of advice for artists or even just creatives is um, because you mentioned how you are a graphic designer, but you're hesitant to post your work on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's such a huge issue, you know, imposter syndrome. Absolutely. I, it's so bad. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so bad. And I just, um, I had that problem too. And Um, I feel like my advice to anyone who is, you know, scared of uploading art to Instagram or scared of doing art because they feel like they'll mess up or no one will like it, you know, who cares, (laughs) you know? The best part about art is that it's all subjective, as I I mentioned this before, but besides, like, the plagiarism and the copyright rules, there's no, like, literally no rules to art. And as long as you like whatever you create, then it's beautiful and to get over imposter syndrome what i did was i would draw something on procreate and then i would post it on instagram the day like the next day and even if no one liked it even if i get five likes and you know even if i feel like i would get judgment from my friends i posted it on there anyway and i did that every single day and now i post every two days but i still like keep that same mindset so with my artwork, like I do it once and then I'll just post it. I don't really think about it after it's done. Um, and I think that's really helped the imposter syndrome aspect of it because um, I noticed that now I'm like a little bit less hesitant to post, if that makes any yeah. sense. But yeah, it's like really, really helpful. That is a really great piece of advice. Thank you so much for that. So, Girl, I would love to see your art on <laughs> Instagram. So yeah. I'll keep you posted if that happens. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us here, Kim. It was so wonderful to meet you through this audio conversation. And thank you for agreeing to do this in the first place. So. Thank you so much for having me. This is my first ever podcast and this is my first time like using another medium that isn't, you know, Instagram DM. So this is so cool. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I can't wait to listen to you on other podcasts that are probably. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we'll be staying tuned. Alrighty. Well, um, in case this podcast has inspired you, our listeners, um, to submit something, get over that imposter syndrome, we have our PRISM annual publication deadline really quickly approaching 11.59pm on November 20th, so on Friday. And we have volunteer meetings if you want to get more involved with PRISM, um, just over Zoom on Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. You can check our socials at OSU Prism for more updates and to get the Zoom links for that. 
And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, we also have a blog called the Back Matter blog where we post articles, videos, other submissions, and there's just a lot of great content to explore. So yeah, with that, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you again, Kim, for joining us on this podcast. Thank you. Bye, everyone.